And I don't know, it's like putting it Hey, Faith. Yes. Do you remember Haddonfield, 1978, the night he came home? Yes, I do. Guess what? What? He's back. Again? Again. How many times does this make? A lot. We've got Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, right here on the Late Night Fright. Cue the music. Welcome to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my my very slashery co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Faith, this is the Late Night Fright. We're heard in Haddonfield. We're heard in Springwood. <laughs> we're heard as far north as Crystal Lake. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool. We'd like to welcome all of you wherever you are in the world, especially all of you listeners in Switzerland. We are close to the top of the charts in Switzerland, Faith. That's awesome. We would just like to say, hello. (laughs) I think that's how they say it there. If it's not, we're going to drop out the chart pretty soon. (laughs) I'd also like to add that Swiss Miss has always been one of my favorite drinks. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, yes. (laughs) Wherever you are, we hope you're happy, healthy. We hope that you're sane. We hope you are keeping free and clear of any, uh, you know, uh, uh, fake news yes. as it is. You Lots know, things, of that going around. Things that might bring you down. We would also like to welcome any interstellar envoys or transdimensional beings that might be with us tonight here in the studio. We'd like to say hello. And uh, we'd like to just give them a minute, a moment here to, uh, to announce their presence. Maybe we'll pick it up here on the radio. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, boys, girls, or transgendered species, whatever you may be. Go ahead. Didn't hear anything. Mm-mm. Run it back later, we'll uh, we'll analyze it. <laughs> Maybe if we play it backwards, we'll hear something. Yeah. A hidden message, you never know. Could be frightening. <laughs> Welcome, all of you. We are in the spooky season, aren't we, Faith? We are. As of the time of this recording, we are in October of 2020. We have a pretty good little spooky season movie. One of the quintessential spooky season franchises. What is it, Faith? It is uh, Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. Another slasher film with a title that sounds like it could be a musical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit. They did so much with this franchise and are continuing to do things with this franchise. That musical really is the next logical step. <laughs> Please don't tempt them. Please. Faith, I do what I do. <laughs> I do what I do. Speaking of music, our good friends out of Atlanta, Georgia, the Tomb Tones. Guess what? They have a new album coming out. It's called Pumpkin Guts. I like it. Ooh, I like that title. <laughs> we have featured them on the show before. We are even quoted on their website. They have a quote from us on their on the homepage, the very first page, <laughs> that this is my new favorite band for real, and I'm going to play as much of this band on the show as we can. Guess what? We're going to be playing them tonight on the show. This is the world premiere of their new single, Monster Movie, from Pumpkin Guts. They were nice enough to send us the entire album, and guess what? What? It's fantastic. Nice. It's fantastic. I can't wait to hear it. If you have not heard the Tomb Tones, check them out at thetombtones.com. I'm going to leave a link in the description. You need to go check it out. The new album is available now. Again, they were nice enough to send us this album. They didn't have to do that, but you know what? 
they did. I know. They're so cool. I know. We need to get them on the show. We need to hook up with them. But I feel like the world has just changed in so many ways. The apocalypse has actually happened. (laughs) We're all extinct. We just didn't get the memo yet. That is so weird. My sister just at the dinner table last night was like, what if we all died? And this is just us in our afterlife. That's so strange. Well, we would like to thank the ghostly apparitions known as the Tomb Tones for sending their new album, Pumpkin Guts. We are going to have the world premiere of their new single, Monster Movie from Pumpkin Guts, tonight. But first, we got Michael Myers' Faith. We got Monster Movie. What time is it? It's time for the late night fright. Time for the late night fright. I am Dan. And I am Faith. We will see you on the other side. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Lift off. You'll blow us all to atoms. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> Get away from her, you bitch. I find your lack of faith disturbing. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Whoa, hello. Okay. This is God. It was pure evil. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Have a potato. Oh, have a deep bitch. This bitch! Come to Freddy. Baba Baba Booba. Something's coming up the plumbing, poor Luigi's in a bind Giant turtles out to get him, creepy crabs are right behind him Fireflies, jeepers, shites, they're all coming out the pipes Mario, where are you? It's Atari Mario Brothers with Mario from Donkey Kong, his brother Luigi, and lots of crazy creatures And it's twice the fun when two play at once, cause you need all the help you can get Mario, where are you? Mario Brothers, new from Atari and now, green jello for the record mine. Hi, dude. I'm here to tell you about a bitchin' store here in Canmore. That's bitchin'. The record mine has the most used records in town, and yes, they will beat anybody's prices for your used records. The record mine will pay the highest prices for your used records. That's right, the highest prices than anyone. The record mine, 3048 Delaware Avenue, Kenmore. This is your dad, Larry, Saturday night, playing down here at La Fomba's Mexican restaurant, doing that uh, late night set in the piano bar. Listen, if you could, uh, you could twist one off for your old man for when he gets in, that'd be greatly appreciated. And there's a 10 spot sitting there on the counter. Why don't you, uh, why don't you roll down to the convenience store and, Pick up your old man a pack of cigs. Stop by the video store and rent a rent Point Break with uh, Sweetie and Kenu. I love the way Lord Pity looks in that movie. Love that short hair. And uh, if there's anything left, give me uh, 
Give me a pint of that Hagadass ice cream. It's your dad, Larry. Saturday night. La Fonda. Love you, son. Welcome back to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. Two people voted most likely to stay at home yes. in high school. So accurate. Did You won that in high school, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. So I win I. that today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh. It's amazing. They give out these awards in high school, right? They give out, uh, what is it, like most congenial, mm-hmm. most friendly, most likely to succeed, those kind of things, yep. right? Why do they build up the hopes of these kids? They need to give them a, a dose of the real world and, and uh, give out uh, real world awards like most likely to be divorced three times, most likely to get a DUI after the second divorce, you know, most likely to become a chronic masturbator, you know, th- something, yeah, <laughs> something like that. I mean, it's, I don't know. Is that a far fetched idea? No, not at all. I have friends who are teachers and, and they know, they know. So it's, I feel like they're withholding yeah. information, right? That would be pretty interesting if they gave those out. Pretty funny. They would. Speaking of chronic masturbators, we have a new tune from the Tomb Tones tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. They know I love them. They know I love them. I hope that goes on the front page of their website. Right? <laughs> Change the quote. <laughs> Speaking of chronic <laughs> masturbators, there you go. Okay, let's get into it. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Does that need an exclamation mark after it, like Friday the 13th Part 6? I mean, maybe. Do it. Let's see. Let's let's hear it. The Return of Michael Myers. Yeah, I think it works. It doesn't have that pizzazz. Too many, too many syllables there. Maybe so, but it's, yeah. Yeah, October. It there, it's not terrible. October 21st, 1988, right in the middle of spooky season, 30 mm-hmm. some odd years ago, this movie came out. It does indeed mark the return of Michael Myers to the franchise. The producers, well, they, they put him on the sidelines in the third episode because uh, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill always saw this as being an anthology series. They didn't see it as just following Michael Myers. They saw it as being, you know, different uh, stories taking place. It's spooky season, mm-hmm. the high day of spooky season. A lot of people are going to be getting high this year, I bet, with the way things are going on in the world and <laughs> on the high day of spooky season. And uh, so episode three, season of The Witch, was a uh, story about an Irish legend with some masks that get attached that predated the Goosebumps haunted mask by a few years. This was always intended to be a ghost story. Carpenter and Hill were involved to a degree. And then you know, the decision was made by Mustafa Akkad to bring back Michael Myers. Carpenter and Hill didn't really want too much to do with that. They sold their uh, their shares in this. And now we have Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. He would remain the antagonist for the rest of the series. And that series is indeed still going strong. What are we, 42 years now? Yeah. With two more films coming out? Yep. How many films does this make, Faith? Uh, a lot. A lot. A lot? Well, like eight, nine. Six. Six with Pleasance. Uh, seven, eight, two. So Rob Zombie, and then you had oh, Halloween yeah. H2O, nine, ten, nine, ten. Is this, I don't know, 14, I forgot about the 14 or 15. 
I don't know. In the timeline, (laughs) there's a Star Trek thing going on with the timeline. (laughs) We're not even going to get into the timeline. I think we've talked about it on previous episodes. This film was directed by Journeyman director Dwight Little. Uh, Let's see who this was written by, if I pull out the right sheet of paper here. This was written by Alan B. McElroy, who has an uncredited appearance as one of the state troopers in this. Uh, Donald Pleasance returns as Dr. Loomis. Ellie Cornell is Rachel Crothers. We are introduced to Daniel Harris as Jamie Lloyd. I wonder where they got that name from. (laughs) Daniel Harris is a scream queen in her own right. George P. Wilbur plays Michael Myers. Michael Pataki is Dr. Hoffman. Bo's star is Sheriff Ben Meeker. And Kathleen Kinmont plays Kelly Meeker, his daughter. And Sasha Jensen is Brady. Sasha Jensen is most famous for Dazed and Confused. He is one of the kids who's very dazed and very confused (laughs) in that movie uh good cast Mm -hmm. pretty good cast yeah pretty good movie let's get into it what did you think of halloween for the return of michael myers i have i've always liked this movie i think going back and watching it for the show you you kind of you know you can pinpoint some stuff that maybe it lacks but overall i like this movie i mean what do you think about it i'm going to quote the poster Ten years ago, he changed the face of Halloween. Tonight, he's back. (laughs) Halloween has changed quite a bit since since he changed it ten years ago. This movie, it's very hard to review this movie with any kind of objectivity because on one hand, it's a very serviceable mid to late 80s slasher film. Uh, On one hand, it's not quite a great Halloween movie, but there's something that's so insanely watchable about this movie, and I cannot put my finger on what it is, I have a few ideas what it might be. Two words, Donald Pleasance. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Pleasance, for me, makes this movie. He gives uh, himself over to this movie with such reckless abandon. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what his end game is in his mind. He's no, he's no longer with us. He, he right. died in uh, 95, I believe. But um, he throws himself into this with such reckless abandon. And I was thinking of Johnny Depp in Sleepy Hollow because we made the comment that Johnny Depp seems to be playing Ichabod Crane girl detective. And Dr. Loomis seems to have a case of the vapors in most scenes that he's in, in this movie, he goes histrionic so quickly. And it's so amazing. And and it makes my day every time talk about melodramatic, like (laughs) It's so absolutely melodramatic. I saw him. He was pure evil. (laughs) He'll kill again. No, no, no one knows how to stop him. I don't know if anyone knows how to stop him. Get down. (laughs) You know. It's true, though. Gone is the sense of humor he had in the original movie. Hey, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. No, there's no humor. This guy's burned. He's disfigured. He's one step away from Freddy Krueger. And and he's after this... uh, this is this is a Moby Dick movie. He is Ahab, and Michael Myers is his is his great white whale. That's what this movie is, and he plays this with such reckless abandon. And and I think it's just like, uh, could you imagine this on the set? Like, uh, uh, Donald, how do you want to play this? Oh my good boy, I think I'm just going to go for it. You know, <laughs> the scene where he's in the gas station. Hello, Michael. <laughs> You know, and he's whispering to him and he's like 30 feet away, but he's whispering to him like, like, it ends here. Take me, Michael. Take me. Please leave those poor people in peace. And his end goal here, his his uh, motivation, that's what they call in the acting world, his motivation 
is to let the poor people of Haddonfield have their peace, and yet he makes every situation worse. <laughs> oh, that was like that was funnier than it than it should have been. Oh my goodness! Well, he's it's well, so true. He, well, he's killed your police force. <laughs> Great. Now I got a lot of beer bellies out there. Yes, but now you have a police force. You know. <laughs> uh, it, it's really, it's really a wonderful performance, and I am making quite a bit of fun of it. Because it is worthy of being made fun of. It is melodramatic and therefore has earned our love, admiration, and derision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling I know how you're going to answer this. What did you think of Donald Pleasance in Halloween for the return of Mike Myers? Well, I totally agree with everything you said, but he's always been one of my favorite aspects of these movies. So having him in here just kind of really ties the movie in for me because, like I said, it kind of going going back watching it after com- kind of comparing it to one it lacks a little bit of maybe intensity for me mm-hmm. but kind of adding donald pleasance in there kind of yeah you know, kind of yes. makes it what it is um now let's go back to 78 halloween and even 81 uh, halloween 2 everything that i just kind of highlighted there in his performance <laughs> in this movie is there right. it's just these are the colors <laughs> of the Dr. Loomis palette that he chose to (laughs) paint his masterpiece with in this instance. Right. (laughs) And I really feel the world is much better for him having chosen those particular colors. Oh yeah. I think so too. (laughs) Leave leave those poor people. Where's the schoolhouse? Where's the schoolhouse? That, that was, and he's not, he is in this quite a bit, uh, Mm -hmm. but he's not the main thrust of this movie but my god every time he shows up it is absolute gold let's see can can you imitate the moment where he sees uh jamie on the stairs with the scissors can you do it is it uh it's like no i can't do it no 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 it was it was amazing stands out and that's the only way this movie could have ended right is on is on the fat lady singing that like he does Exactly. It's amazing. I love it. I love him. And he's a great actor. And it's not bad acting. That's the thing. No. It's just he made a particular set of choices that just enliven my day every time I watch yep. him and this movie. Oh, I agree. It's wonderful. It is, it is great stuff. Him with the uh, with the preacher is great. Yes. Like him in the car. I'm telling you, he's Ahab hunting the great white whale. <laughs> and Michael Myers is his great white whale. It works, Faith. It works because he's wearing a white mask. It, it, it works. This movie's deep, Faith. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked the code. <laughs> it's very deep, Faith. That's what she said. It's very deep. There it is. Well, uh, who do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about uh, Ellie as let, Rachel? Let, let's talk about her. Ellie. Now, there's a fun little trivia bit here. Ellie, uh, what is her last name? Cormier? I don't want to mispronounce uh, her name. Cornell. I'm sorry. Ellie Ellie Cornell as Rachel Carruthers. It, it, it escaped me there for a moment. Uh, you want to rant about Donald Pleasance, you lose a little bit of oxygen. <laughs> that's that's all I'm going to say. Ellie Cornell as Rachel Carruthers. Ellie auditioned for the Kristen Parker role in A Nightmare on Elm Street 4 hmm. to replace Patricia Arquette. And uh, I think she got both of them, and she ended up going with Halloween 4. She thought she was better suited to this. I think she's wonderful. There's a couple of reasons why I think she's wonderful. I do you like her in this movie? I like her a lot, yeah. Do you like the character in this movie? I do, movie? yeah. What is it you like about her? And then I'll get into into my spiel. She, she's, not, she's not stupid. You know, she, she kind of, uh, 
don't know, she seems kind of well-rounded, put together, and I feel like she kind of grounds the movie. You crack the code. She's not stupid. I I was not yelling at the television watching her. Me neither. She was doing things. I'm like, (laughs) it was kind of like the reverse of when you're in uh, the movie theater. (laughs) And if you're listening to this in the future, movie theaters were things, places we used to go to to watch films. We just don't know what's going to happen um, don't know. as of the time of this recording. But uh, you go to a horror movie open at night. There's always um, somebody in the audience who's, who's, who's screaming at the screen. Don't go in there. <laughs> exactly. uh, and, and I turn into Eddie Murphy when I do this. That's your ass. <laughs> and uh, I was having the opposite reaction with this because I was actually yelling at the television like, yeah, do that. <laughs> Yeah, kick the dead guy out the truck. Take the wheel. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, at yeah. least she was making decent the, decisions. And the way she was going up on the roof, and uh-huh. like she and she was like, I'm going to lower you down, Jamie. When yeah. she jumped over that fence because she saw somebody, it, you know, she yeah. ran. She didn't be like, who are, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> Can yeah. I help you? Is anybody there? <laughs> who are you? Show, please reveal yourself. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> at least she was like, no, I got to go. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, girl, do it. Do it. <laughs> That's your ass. If you've never seen Eddie Murphy talk about horror movies, it's one of the funniest things in the world. Get out, okay? There's, I think she's wonderful, and I'm glad she did this. I couldn't have seen her as Kristen in uh, Elm Street 4, and I think Tuesday night needed to play that role in Elm Street 4. Patricia Arquette really needed to play that role in Elm Street 4, but Tuesday, I think, did a great job mm-hmm. as Kristen in that. But uh, I think she's great, and she looks like a girl from this era. Yeah. I was looking she at her, is. and she reminded me of my cousin, who's about this her age, and the hair was 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 tall and mm-hmm. big because they're closer to God, you know. <laughs> I mean, and uh, but seems like a pretty normal, sweet kid from this era, mm-hmm. and kind of you know she's in a bad position with you know she has a little uh, foster sister now, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, and wasn't too lovey dovey. I felt like I, I feel like you can really empathize with her. Right. I feel like she really carries most of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and Daniel Harris carry carry most of the movie. They're the they're the emotional center point of the movie, and then you have uh, a crazy man adding a lot of color to it. Uh, Daniel Harris has become a scream queen in her own right. She was an urban legend that we did on this show. She appeared in both of the Rob Zombie remakes. Uh, she's been in a bunch of horror movies. She's uh, probably most famous though for playing Jamie Lloyd here. They asked Jamie Lee Curtis to come back. Jamie Lee turned them down. They named this character after her, and she is indeed supposed to be the daughter of Laurie Strode and whoever she married, some guy in a photograph. Even though there, she has a side in H2O, but we won't get into that. Star Trek timelines, <laughs> Faith. Don't think about it. Just go with it. In this timeline, she's dead. <laughs> so, uh, Daniel Harris is very young here. Eight, nine, ten years old, maybe, at the time yeah. of this. Let's go ten, because sure. I'm not sure. Ten, that's good. I think she has a very good performance for her age. I think so, too. What do you think of the performance here? I like her. There are moments where I feel like she's a little bit overdramatic. It maybe seems like she's a little older. Like, maybe they got her to play a little older. But That's for probably the- when down Donald Pleasance was marking on her script. <laughs> My girl, play it this way. <laughs> Maybe so. No, but overall, I think she. I think she's really good. I mean, for, for a little girl, I mean... I think she. Yeah. I think she portrayed a lot of the fear and stuff that she has a lot. You of, would feel she has a lot of emotions she's playing yeah, here. I know. 
it's a it's a bad situation this girl finds herself in, and I think she does a really great job playing it. I I like the way the script handles it with the with the kind of dreams and nightmares mm-hmm. aspect of yeah. it. I I like that. I like her performance. I think she's likable for the most part. I I don't feel like she's an annoying movie kid nah. too much. Uh, I didn't want anything bad to happen to her. Mm-mm, me neither. You know, I really didn't want anything bad to happen to her. And I was watching, and I had this thought. You know, kids are so cruel. You know, but what's amazing is the kids are so cruel in this. You know, uh, oh, Jamie's an orphan. Uh, Jamie's not going to Halloween. And she wears this crappy little clown costume. And they're like, Jamie, that's a cool wow, that's clown outfit. That's the coolest outfit. clown that's the mask. Hey. You want to trick or treat with us? Why don't you come trick or treat what? with us? And later, we're going to go circle jerk under the bleachers, <laughs> Jamie. You want to come? Did I say that out loud? Oh, inside the head thoughts coming out, out the mouth. That's, my grandmother told me about that. Shouldn't do that. <laughs> now, I, I like uh, Daniel Harris in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much uh, although I will say that my favorite performance in the movie was Kathleen Kinmont as Kelly Meeker mm-hmm. for reasons that should be very apparent if you've ever seen the movie <laughs> I think we all know <laughs> I hope so <laughs> I actually no I actually I did like her yeah I, I like the whole cast for the most part both stars the, the sheriff yeah was really good I liked them uh, Michael Pataki has a very small role as Dr. Hoffman. Michael Pataki uh, was a character actor. He's no longer with us. Uh, he was in everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. Uh, but he is in the most famous episode of Star Trek, The Trouble with Tribbles. Mm-hmm. And he has a small role in that. And uh, he was he was great. And I actually didn't realize it was him until I saw the credits. I was oh, it was I honestly didn't either. And then I, I looked up the cast. I was like, oh, that's him? Okay. Didn't even recognize him. So let's get into it. Uh, this is a Michael Myers movie. Uh, let's let's go back. Do you think it was correct to bring back Michael Myers? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Do you feel like this movie? And you're let's establish your street cred here. You are a dyed in the wool Halloween fan. That is your favorite horror flick of all time, is yes, it not? It is. It is uh, one of your favorite films of all time. Yes, it is. It is your favorite horror franchise of all time, if yes, I'm not is. mistaken. Okay. Um. What do you think of this as a as a Halloween film? What do you consider to be the best Halloween film? The original? Yes. Oh yeah. What do you think is is the is the um, natural successor to that? I like one and two. One and two. Yes. Okay, so so you like the old school. Mm-hmm. How do you feel this compares in with your idea of what a Halloween film should be? You know, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, you got the same kind of the same kind of thing going on. Him coming back because he realizes there's a family member and he's after her. And, and let me tell you something. He's going to come back again. Right. <laughs> this isn't over. This is life, Faith. This is infinity. It's be like a 70-year-old. This is, this is infinity later. plus one. He already did that in 2018, Faith. <laughs> this is infinity plus one. He's never going to stop. Wheel of Life just keeps on turning like that. Uh, is that sticks? <laughs> Didn't that big wheel in the sky? Journey. Is that Journey? Journey. I get them. Sticks, Toto, I get them all. I get them all. It's anyway. <laughs> You know who I don't get confused? The Tombstones, because they don't sound yeah, like anybody yeah, else. No, uh-uh. Anyway, but, uh, so, but you feel like this is... So it feels like Halloween. I think, like I said in the beginning, I feel like it lacks a little bit of intensity. I feel like you don't see him enough. I feel like the kills are a little rushed. I don't feel like there's any suspense leading up to them. And the stalking aspect is a little missing for me again it feels like halloween you have michael myers you have yeah kind of the same aspects of what's going on in the first one but it's just missing it's a great movie but I, yeah it's weird because i really enjoy it but 
right. you just hit the nail on the head. It's missing the, the those those that creepy creepy, but it's so well done really for what is. it is. And I love the story, and I love the fact that in a very kind of carpenter way, they all end up in one location. I mm-hmm. love him assaulting that location. It's like it's almost like if you could take. Uh, elements from five mm-hmm. and and transfuse them in here with more of the stalking creepiness right. but this is a very fine movie it's an yeah. enjoyable enjoyable watch i mean it has the look of halloween you got the pumpkins carved out there you got I just that, say, i love the fall yeah, this movie looks and feels like fall it does and i feel like that kind of one and two kind of feel like that for me too but it's like i feel like that stalking element that creepiness is just kind of not there yeah but I love the movie. I mean, yeah. I do enjoyable. Too. I do too. Uh, it doesn't feel generic, right? But it, it's it's not quite you know in that in that carpenter mm-hmm. vein, right? But it's still it's again it's, it's hard to quantify because it's so enjoyable. Movie, yeah. yeah. Let's see what our old buddy John Stanley. All John right. Stanley was a uh, he was the second host of Creature Features in the Bay Area. Creature Features uh, was started by the great Bob Wilkins back in the day. Faith and I are both fans of Bob Wilkins and what he did. Uh, in fact, that's where the watch horror movies Keep America Strong comes from. Great sentiment any time of the year, especially during election season. <laughs> John Stanley took over that show from Bob. He wrote the book Creature Features, which is basically the Bible for horror, science fiction, and fantasy. John Stanley is still out there. We believe he has a new book coming out. Creature Features, though, is something that you can watch at your house on YouTube or on your Roku. And... We've had the the pleasure of watching Creature Features mm-hmm. with Vincent Van Dahl, Livingston, and Tangella. And uh, what do you think of the new iteration of Creature Features? They're really cool. I think they're a good little little team of people to host. <laughs> it's charming. It is. It's so charming. And the love for this material comes through. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Stanley has appeared on the new iteration of Creature Features. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit when we get back from the break uh, about the horror host. I've uh, I've gone down a rabbit hole recently. <laughs> I want to share some some things. All right. <laughs> but uh, let's see what John Stanley had to say about this. He was uh, out of five stars, gave it two, and uh, wasn't uh, as kind to it as we were. Disappointing sequel to Halloween and Halloween 2 with the boogeyman slasher committing more mayhem. Sorely needed as writer-director John Carpenter for he understood what made the slasher killer theme work. Stand-in director Dwight H. Little does not. It's more an imitation of the Friday the 13th series, so Michael Myers is a substitute Jason Voorhees. Myers is being transferred to a new mental hospital and escapes. He plans to knock off blood relatives in Haddonfield, so a handful of characters lock themselves in a dark, eerie house, becoming perfect targets. Not a single murder is believable or shocking, and Donald Pleasance, as the head shrinker, reaches new heights of hysteria. There it is. (laughs) Ellie Cornell and Daniel Harris. It's available on video and Laserdisc. (laughs) CBS Fox. <laughs> there you go. I will say this. I, I agree pretty much. I do much. agree. I agree yeah. pretty much. Uh, one of my favorite posters in the franchise. Oh, I love this poster. Yeah. It's a love good the poster. Okay, so I got to be honest. Uh, what did you think of the kills in this? I didn't really like them. I liked one in particular. I liked one. Which one did you really like? I liked the one. Was it, Is it Kelly with the shotgun into her stomach? Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's hold on. Hold that thought. Okay. Okay, I like the one where he uh, kills the guy with his bare hands when he just opens his throat up when he's driving. Yeah, see, I didn't like that one very much. Oh, I just, I just liked it. It wasn't my favorite. Okay, the Kelly one. Uh-huh. Okay, let's. This is maybe my favorite kill on the entire franchise, and let me tell you why. Faith, please set up what the kill is. 
So they're in the dark house. Yes, I they're in the dark house. That. She thinks that the uh, the officer's sitting in the rocking chair, and he is not. He is actually dead. Michael Myers gets up, holding the shotgun. Holding the shotgun. That the officer had. He he takes a position like he's going to shoot her, but instead stabs her in the stomach and shoves her against the wall. <laughs> I think it's absolutely brilliant. I do too. I was watching it. It had been a minute since I'd seen this in its entirety. And I said, wait, is he getting ready to shoot her? <laughs> no. No. No, that's my boy. <laughs> Again, with, and, and with the kills, I feel like, you know, the butcher knife is his thing. And I just feel like we were like kind of lacking some of that. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have it until like over an hour until the movie yeah. and he found one. It's yeah. Like, and really the killing doesn't start until about. 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. in is a 90 minute movie so could have used a little more i it's fine but no the i was like is he about to blow her away? no no he's not no he's not what did you think of the look of michael myers i don't know because he's he's a little taller i think he's yeah. like zimo six three i don't know um the mask is they say they say it look it looked cheaper and different because he grabbed it from that convenience store, or whatever, but possibly, I mean, possibly, it's, it's a little, it looks like it doesn't fit on him. Good. Yeah. It's kind of like just hanging yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it didn't bother me when I was watching. It didn't, but it's, it's not, but the, he is a, he's super slasher though. I mean, he, he goes to the uh, electrical plant and he shuts I down. Know. I mean, this guy covers all of his, ba- the white whale does that <laughs> <laughs> because the way he's, <laughs> He's Michael Myers super slasher. He's like everywhere at once. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 part Bane, you know. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Doctor Loomis. <laughs> Haddonfield, your reckoning is upon us. <laughs> God. <laughs> A little bit like Bane, though, right? He's covering yeah, all the bases, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're gonna blow up the bridges, keep everybody in the city. You're not escaping every day is Halloween now. <laughs> Stop. He's evil. He's pure evil. <laughs> I have a feeling the estate of Donald Pleasance is going to be after my ass. <laughs> all right. All in all, I think we really liked the movie. Could have been better, yeah. but uh, an enjoyable, spooky season watch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Thank God it's not a musical, though, right? No. <laughs> don't. Don't. No more musical talk. They're going to no get tempted musicals. with it. Yes. Yes. Uh-uh. I'd love to hear what they did with Loomis. In a musical. Think about that on the break. Feels like it's time for a break, doesn't it? it? This is a news break. So stay tuned for all the fake news that is not fit to print. And we're going to have a world premiere of the Tomb Tones new single monster movie from their new album, Pumpkin Guts. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side. Southwestern Louisiana has been slammed by recent hurricanes, prompting the residents of southwestern Louisiana to ask, what do we do to anger God and how do we fix it? Current solutions being proposed include tithing, rolling around in sack and cloth and ash, and the nuclear option of human sacrifice. 
Chung Lung, better known as the Farting Buddhist, is on a book tour for his recent release, Pull the Finger of Your Soul. Chung Lung is known as the Farting Buddhist because he is indeed a Buddhist monk, and he is so serene that gaseous anomalies just slip right out his ass, even when he's on national television. We wish him great success and serenity on his tour. Yes. A Pearl River, Louisiana priest recently had sex with two dominatrixes right on the altar of his church. The priest is facing harsh disciplinary action and the church's altar has been destroyed. Weird? Yeah. Inappropriate? Definitely. But hey, at least he wasn't boofing little kids. You gotta take whatever win you can get. Whatever win you can get. Finally, if you're tired of all the crap going on in the world... You know what's going on. You don't need us to tell you what's happening out there. If you're sick of it, the drug dealers of America recommend heroin. Yes, one taste of that smooth, sweet dragon will have you feeling like you're drunk on tequila while floating in a hot tub, just like me doing this show. Put on some music, watch some cartoons. Troubles? What are those? Operators are standing by. And that is the news. Faith, are you ready? I am ready. We have a world premiere, Faith. Mm -hmm. We have been graced with this world premiere from the Tomb Tones himself, who are so nice uh, to send us their new album, Pumpkin Guts, that's coming out. Uh, check out their website. We will have that linked in the description, thetombtones.com. They are amazing. They're awesome. Sweet bunch of guys. This is the newest single from their album, Pumpkin Guts. This is Monster Movie. Be on the lookout. They were shooting a video. That's coming out. The album's available. I hope this thing goes huge. If you like what we do here on the show, you're going to love this band. We love this band, and we wish them all the happiness and success in the world. Yes. They deserve it. They seem like a good Absolutely. group of guys. And hey, guys, we are going to hook up. We are all going to hook up before you know it, as soon as this <laughs> crap is over, and we can all get off the heroin. <laughs> So, all right, without any further ado, here is Monster Movie from the Tomb Tones. You heard it here first. This is for you, 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 and you out there. Happy Halloween, y'all.
Welcome back to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. I don't know why we're going on after that. I don't know either. We should have, we should have just ended on that. I know. This, this is all lanyap. This is, that was amazing. That's, That's amazing. That amazing. I didn't listen to the whole thing because I wanted to be, uh, not surprised, but I wanted the, the natural reaction. Right. I listened to uh, probably about 30 seconds of it when they sent it to me, and I went, oh, this is great. I, I wanted to hold off so we could listen to it together. Unreal. I know. <laughs> Unreal. They have a great sound. Move over, ZZ Top, you know, the three-piece sound. You guys are taking that by storm. You guys make a big noise. I love your sound. I love your tunes. Uh, you're, you're very tuneful and melodic, and, and you drive and you kick ass, too. I mean, what more can you ask for? The best of exactly. both worlds. So tuneful. That chorus is great. Uh, the toms on the drum. It, it's it's good stuff. I really hope this does something for you guys. And if, Me, too. If we can help you out in any way, please let us know. You guys are wonderful. Thank you so much for sending that to us, for asking us to play that, and for sending us the album. And uh, guess what? We're in spooky season. We're going to play some more from this album. Yes, as, we have as, to. <laughs> yes, we might just have a listening party here on yeah. the Late Night Fright. Thank you guys, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts. That we, you, The smiles in this room right now are, are huge, and we were both just looking at each other and giggling, and, and it's great. The monster movie. We can't celebrate the monster movie enough, can enough. we? No. We celebrate the monster movie here, don't we? We sure do. We have... Uh, we obviously talk about monster movies here. They wrote a song about the monster movie. They wrote a song. I, I love the segue here uh, about watching the late show, you know, and mm-hmm. I've been on this kick with the horror hosts recently. Uh, Bob Wilkins, as I mentioned, you can see Bob Wilkins on OSI 74. Check out that channel. If you haven't like the tomb tones, if you like what we do and you like what they do, OSI 74, you need to check that out because that's where Mr. Lobo is and Cinema Insomnia and some other just great wacky out there (laughs) stuff that you're going to fall in love with. And uh, Creature Features, of course, as we mentioned. But um, I've been down this rabbit hole with these hosts and I know Creature Features is doing it, but I miss the local host. I miss that. Mm -hmm. And I got the tail end of it and the national stuff is okay, but I miss I miss that local host. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I never, I don't even know, was it even on in my time? Um, in my not time. in your time, I don't think. I, I think, it, think so. it had gone, but they still had, like, national stuff, though. Right. But uh, you had a... It'd be cool, though, to have a, you know, a local one Joe to Bob, tune in Yeah, to. Joe Bob uh, Briggs with the drive-in and Monster Vision and mm-hmm. all that. But this uh, this is kind of a bigger point. We used to have fun, didn't we? We yes. used to have fun in this country. Uh, Faith and I were reminiscing about the 90s recently, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking about the 90s with another friend of ours and uh, just the video store and going to the video store and, and looking at movies. But then you'd have the late night uh, fright flick. And uh, one of the things I miss, though, we used to have fun. USA Up All Night with Rhonda Shear on Friday nights was a wonderful concoction of B-movies. Sometimes you get a good movie, though. You get something like Terminator or, or Elm Street or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but you had like this wonderful personality in Rhonda Shear, this buxom blonde who would wear stuff that made her look like a buxom blonde <laughs> and she was she, um how do i put this she was not like overtly sexualized she was the joke she got the joke because she right. made she was writing right. the joke and they did this thing where they had these bikini girls on i saw this recently a clip on it's on youtube you can see this bikini girls were jumping rope with invisible jump ropes and <laughs> so they had these three beautiful women jumping and i went we used to have fun 
and they were owning that. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't, uh, yeah, you're looking at girls in bikinis jumping. Right. But it wasn't like salacious. It mm-hmm. was just like, man, this is so much, f- this is funny. Yeah. It no, was I know. funny. And and I miss having fun yeah. in this country. I feel like we talked about it recently where everything's kind of just like so corporate and. Yeah. You know, there's no, yeah. I don't know. And I don't want to sound like that old fuddy duddy. <laughs> You know, no, but, you don't. but there does seem to be the sheen of of crap on everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I miss stuff like that, mm-hmm. it, you know, uh, where people could take a joke. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you who's not corporate. The Tomb Tones. Yeah. The Tomb Tones can take a joke. Yes, they can. Tomb Tones can take a joke. And we're going to we're going to hook up with these fellas. Yeah, you know, they're it's awesome. Been, it's been weird. It's been too long since we played you on the show. Mm-hmm. That's on me. Thank you for sending that to us. And that rocked. Oh, that is that is so serious. Hard. That is seriously good stuff, fellas. Melodic and jamming and uh, uh, quirky and clever. And and I know you claim the B fifty twos and the Ramones as as influences, and uh, uh, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. I hope you get some batteries for your remote. <laughs> I do. Seriously, check them out. Thetombtones.com. Uh, you can get in touch with us at late night fright podcast at gmail.com. If you have a band, if you have a, an independent band out there and you want to get your music played, yeah. send it to us. We send will it, play send it. it. You know, it happened. It was serendipity the way this happened with them. We we found them mm-hmm. or they found out. I can't remember how it worked, but mm-hmm. we found each other. And uh, and this this kind of uh, correspondence and, and mutual admiration started and uh, love what they do. They like what we do. And, and it's kind of been a natural thing. But uh, if you have music and want it to be played, uh Hey man, we got we got fans in Switzerland. Those Swiss misses. Yeah, I mean, those Swiss misses might be <laughs> might be buying your music. I love the Swiss roll. The Swiss cake roll, yes. It's the amazing. Little Debbie Swiss. There roll. it is. <laughs> See, we used to have fun, Faith. We used to have fun. Used to. We will again. We will again. We're not going to get down in the dumps. This is a positive show, Dan. Yes, it is. This is a positive show, and and. And uh, a show that goes deep. It dares to go deep. It dares to talk about Captain Ahab and the whale and Donald Pleasance <laughs> and Michael Myers. So he's evil. He's pure evil. It's, I pretty, at, it's pretty spot on. I looked into his face. I saw. I saw the blackest eyes. What are you going to do? Are you going? Are you going to be able to stop him? I don't know if anyone can stop him. But I'm going to try. Damn it! At the schoolhouse. <laughs> there it is. No. <laughs> It's amazing. Oh, that's you know, I think we should put that at the end of every show from now on. I think we need to put a clip in. Well, no, when the show's over. I like no. it. I like it. Yeah, they don't want us to go. <laughs> All one of our fans. Oh, they don't what? want us to go. Anyway, uh, Halloween 4, anything anything you'd like to add about Halloween 4? Again. A.K.A. The Return of the Great White Whale. <laughs> Again, the movie's good. If, you know, it's a Halloween movie. There's Michael Myers in it, so I'm happy with that little aspect. And Dr. Loomis. And Please Dr. don't forget Loomis. Dr. Loomis. Yes, how could I forget? And it introduces us to Daniela Harris. Yes. So, yeah, good, a good film. So, yeah. Good spooky season film. Yeah. I feel like we have another good spooky season film coming up next week. Mm-hmm. This uh, Halloween really does have those, the, the, the film that we talked about has the orange and black vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Candy corn, really? Yeah. I think a candy corn when I watch the Halloween films this uh film we have coming up doesn't really have orange and black in it no the color palette is a little more christmasy a little, more Christmas. <laughs> a little red and green a little charred how do you like your steaks faith charred <laughs> just like freddy krueger's just face. like freddy krueger's face there you go <sighs> i like my steaks like i like my pizza I like freddy krueger's face 
Next week, we will indeed be talking about uh, another. Uh, this is a, would we call Halloween 4 classic? Mm. It's, it's almost, <laughs> it's, it's like almost brilliant, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, but it is in the franchise, so so yeah, kind of classic in its own right. This next week is a legit, mm-hmm. I think, no no holds barred classic. <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors from director Chuck Russell, starring Robert England, Heather Langenkamp, Patricia Arquette, Lawrence Fishburne, and some other people. <laughs> some other people. Some other people who uh, band together to fight Freddy Krueger <laughs> in the dream world. It's a good movie. It's a movie that has one of his, uh, maybe his most iconic line. Welcome to prime time. Mm-hmm. Bitch. He says bitch a lot. A lot. It's a movie that expands on the mythos of Fred Krueger a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, opens up the world. And some might say uh, the best sequel. Some might say the best film in the franchise. And uh, one that uh, is definitely, I believe, we'll talk about next week, the pinnacle of that series. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an upward trajectory. And yep. that's the top of the mountain. I believe it does kind of go down after that. Uh, I agree. Through no fault of its own. You know, you, you make eight movies and... <laughs> Quality's bound to be an issue at some right. point. Yeah, but uh, I think Elm Street 3 is one of the finest sequels ever made in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the most creative films ever made in the horror genre. And I think it might contain his best performance, maybe as Freddy, possibly. It's yeah. up there. It's definitely I, I up there. I think so. Looking forward to getting into it. Great spooky season movie. And what we have after that, we don't know. We'll, we're making this up as we go along. <laughs> So be sure to write to us at late night fright podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what a great job we're doing. Tell us what an awful job we're doing. If you have a movie recommendation for us, tell us. We'll try our best to get to it. So many movies, so little time. (laughs) And if you won uh, the award, the high school award of most likely to stay on the couch, or if they voted you chronic masturbators, and then let us know how that, how that, how that worked out for you. Did you live up to your potential? Are you just drowning in a sea of mediocrity? Yeah, we need to know. We need to know. <laughs> Tomb Tones, thank you guys. Check them out. They uh, The information is linked in the description for the show. TheTombtones.com. Their new album is Pumpkin Guts. That single you heard was Monster Movie. You're going to be hearing some more from that band on this show, and hopefully we will have them on at some point. Absolutely. And uh, guys, we're going to have to come see you. Oh, yes. have to come see you once, once the world... Uh, <laughs> You know, does its thing. It does its thing, yeah. Does its whatever. Whatever, whatever it's this doing is. right now. Whatever this is. I feel like we're living in a George Carlin joke. <laughs> Except it's not a joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The apocalypse happened and no one got the memo. <laughs> you know? Right. It's kind of like the Komodo dragon is a dinosaur that uh, didn't get the letter about extinction. <laughs> you know, didn't get the memo. <laughs> you know? Pretty Bi- much, yeah. I think Billy Bob Thornton is terrified of the Komodo dragon and with good reason. Really? Yeah. Have you ever really looked at it? Yes, yeah, terrifying. It's terrifying. It's a dinosaur that didn't get the memo about <laughs> extinction. It's it's. I think they're cool. You would, Faith. You would. I mean, it's not Godzilla or anything. <laughs> Who is Godzilla, though? Really? <laughs> Man, that's 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 for another time. <laughs> All right, before this show completely goes off the rails, I think we need to. <laughs> I think it's that time. We have been uh, doing the uh, the Fonzie snap. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can do this together and get the music started. We're going to go, wait, what do you want to do? One, two, three, snap? Yes. You want to do that? All right, ready? <laughs> One, two, three. All right, well, there it is. In the spirit of Fonzie, I'm giving the Tomb Tones a big thumbs up, and I'm going to go, hey. There you go. There <laughs> it is. And all of you out there, hey. <laughs> stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, stay sane. 
Enjoy spooky season, too, man. I feel like it's been spooky season all year, to be honest. 2020 is spooky season, Faye. (laughs) And if you have a great white whale in your life, hunt it down. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's probably evil. (laughs) It's evil. (laughs) All right. Halloween 4. Check that out. Come back next week for Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. It's going to be prime time up in here. Take us home, Faith. May your coffin be cozy and your sarcophagus warm. May the light of the moon keep you safe from harm. Be you vampire, spook, specter, or beast. Always remember, keep Keep your your monster monster on on a leash. leash. Check out the tomb tones. We will see you on the other side. Be good to yourself.